Welcome to another episode of Paul's and Pies. Today we have the amazing, maybe loveless, not soon to be loveless anymore. Congratulations Ooh, on. Thank you. Congratulations. Nikki Hill. That's Mickey the Hill. first time I've ever said that out That's loud. actually a pretty badass name. Nikki Hill. Mickey Hill. Mickey Hill. <laughs> I said it in unison. That was Mickey Hill. One, two. Three. Is Mickey, Mickey Hill. Like, Mickey Hill. I don't know. Hey, I'm Danny. Who are you? Mickey Hill. Mickey That's Hill. a first name, last name name. It is. Like, yeah. Yeah. My old boss, Ron Ross. You can only call Ron Ross. Ross. Right? Yeah, that's tough. You can't tough. just say Ron. I don't know the guy, but that'd be tough. Do you remember? Do you remember the show, uh, um, The Rest of Development? Yes. Oh yeah. There was a there was a lawyer that helped the family, and I think that his name was Rob Loblaw. So yeah. last name was Loblaw, and if I remember this right, first name Rob, last name Loblaw, but his law firm was called. Rob blah blah blah. Yeah, Rob blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, that's kind of like that those so are great right. names. Rob, but that's a great Rob, little Rob, little his firm. Rob, Rob blah blah blah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I thought, you know, when you said your other guy, Rob Ross, or yeah, Rob Ross. I thought of the Rob blah 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 blah. Rob blah blah. Anyway, that was a tangent. I have to start. But Today's Mark, episode brought to you by Little Caesar Pizza. Mm. Little Caesars. I text Mickey and say, okay, "That's funny that you did that. Whenever somebody drinks, is some have you been drinking? Because did you just call her Mixie? Anyone well, that starts drinking says Mixie. I actually said text and then Mixie. <laughs> it's so funny. It's only when people are drinking. So I'm not I fully said, sure that's a monster. We're gonna have pizza. She said I love olives. So. I hide my monsters. So you can't really tell. You did a great job. Olives. Do you? That half is all yours now. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. How can you hate all this? You want me to tell you why? Yeah. So, I can't even remember how old I was, but we were at Lake Powell on our houseboat, and um, I had olives in a can playing with them on my hand. Mm -hmm. Ate them shortly after over the side of the houseboat, just throwing up. Um, it was one of those things, like, ever since then, like, I get a taste of it, and I'm just like, I can't do it. There's a, the only thing that I refuse to eat is beans, like pinto beans, black beans, refried beans. Just being around them makes me want to vomit. So you're not beans. Yeah, but I like lima beans. Yeah. But that's my equivalent, I guess, of olives. Like I just get around them. I think everybody has something. Brent has cucumbers. Cucumbers, you can't do it. Cucumbers? Can't do it. I know everybody looks at me like I'm nuts. Like cucumbers are so good. I don't know. Like I, I will. I smell cucumber, and they're like, you can't smell cucumbers, and I prove it. I can't smell them, and it's just I don't know. I just can't do cucumbers. I will gag. It just doesn't work. That makes me sad for you. I know because I cucumbers. I mean, they're extremely healthy. I mean, they're just they're fun to grow. Multi purpose. They're fun to grow. Easy to grow. You can have tons of them. Yeah. Can't do them. Yeah, you would just have to give them all away. I I have. Yeah, I've grown them in my garden and I don't know them Are you a gardener? I am a gardener. I'm a gardener. Yes. What are you growing? Well, what, okay, well, uh, nothing right now. I just moved and so my garden, I just actually, this is the first year I haven't had any, any garden. But I'm more, I'm just more of a salsa garden guy. Like it really, you know, I've done mm -hmm. cool, I've done different things. I mean, I've actually had like a uh, rhubarb 
like planned before, which was just so random. But you know, did, but mostly just salsa garden mm -hmm. stuff. All different types like of peppers. I love peppers. Like salsa gardens. Yeah, for sure. It it's so much. easy to grow. You can't, you, yeah. you really can't mess it up. But I, that's true. You know, just different, all different variations though. Like I do tons of variations of peppers and then variations and of like onions. And, and then the, one of the cool things though is uh, peas, mm -hmm. which is so easy again. But the, you know, my kids. And they grow so fast. They grow so, so fast. Hard. And it was actually, it was really cool. One, the first time I did it, my kids and I would actually go out into the garden and eat the peas mm -hmm. right in the garden, which actually I thought was really kind of cool. So ever since then, I try to do that. Peas are my favorite too because of that same thing. They grow like fast and they're really pretty. Yeah. And you can just go out and grab them and you're like, huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, peas. Like, and they taste, I think that there's a few things that taste so much better homegrown. There's some things that I can't tell a ton of a difference. Pretty sure that's a hair in my eye. Um, that's for my own head. <laughs> um, but I do feel like tomatoes, you can tell a big difference when you home grow them. Home grow them. And like herbs. I can oh, tell yeah, a big sure. difference when I grow yeah. herbs. I'm trying to grow carrots right now. Carrots are, carrots are about as easy as it gets. Are they? Oh yeah, because for sure. Mine are being difficult. Really? Yeah. I just, you go out and you just literally like you sprinkle. Like you just sprinkle the whole thing, and and then next thing you know, I just remember like I have thousands of carrots. Like I'm never going to eat this many carrots. Yeah, I but I made the mistake of like dumping the whole bag of seeds right there in the garden, <laughs> and they just yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It's but it just it doesn't matter. It just carrots. to know that you've grown something and it actually turns out pretty cool. It feels really good yeah. when you like see. I have a, a summer squash plant, and right now it has like the tiniest little squash, but it looks just like a real squash, but it's like one <laughs> inch. Yeah, yeah uh, it's just cute. Like, I go out there and I'm like, look at that! <laughs> oh, and I turn into a real squash. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Yeah, Alright, right, so tell us, give us like the, the 60 to 90 second version of the proposal. Ooh, okay. Do you want the 10 minute version? Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> 60 to 90 seconds. Give um, us the 60 minute version. You guys sit back and eat some pizza, I promise. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> so we were down in Lake Powell, and we were shore camping in Lake Powell. Lake Powell is fun because you can do Lake Powell in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. And my family usually does houseboats, and so for like the last couple of years, like 10 years, that's what I'm used to. Like you just pull up and load all your stuff in the houseboat and disappear in the morning. So shore camping was really fun because it was like a whole adventure. We had to like... We found this really cool area called um, Crosby Canyon, and you drive down it, but it's like when you're boating in Lake Powell and you boat down a narrow, it was like that, the driving. So you get a lot more of the Lake Powell experience than like just pulling up and throwing up a tent, you know, a campsite. So anyway, we were down there all week and we were just kayaking and paddle boarding, having fun, happiest place on earth. I'm a lizard, like biology, I'm pretty sure I'm half lizard. And so I love sunshine, like all day long. I can sit in the sun, just, just, yeah, just like <clears throat> lay out. And everyone's like, I need shade for a minute. And I'm like still trying to get my hands in the sun, you know, yeah. like, oh, it's a little cold. Vitamin like, deficiency will never yeah, be Yeah, not my thing. So on our way back, we were with two friends while we were camping. And we decided to get out of the canyon Thursday night so we didn't have to deal with crowds on Friday. So we get out and we decided to stay in Kanab. And I'm a huge animal lover, and so I wanted to go to Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, 
and I was convinced that I could get Sheldon to adopt a pig. I was like, absolutely, we're getting a pig. This is going to be good for us. Mm -hmm. So we're like on our way to best friends at Animal Sanctuary. <laughs> so I have a bulldog, and I'm pretty sure that she's the closest thing to a pig. Okay. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, they are. yeah. She's super, super smart. My bulldog, incredibly smart, acts nothing like a dog. Like, she just wants to manipulate you into getting her treats. She doesn't care about walks. She doesn't really care about, like, nature. She All she cares about is treats. <laughs> yeah. She wants treats and to sit in the creek because she gets so hot. So she just sits in water and wants treats. So I'm pretty sure that a pig would fit really well with my lifestyle because I already have a bulldog. So I'm like, yeah, we want a pig. And Best Friends is an animal sanctuary, so most of the animals have some sort of deformity or handicap, which is my fate. So I was like, maybe I can find one in a wheelchair, and I could get like- A pig in a wheelchair? They, they, I've, they have them. I've seen them at that sanctuary before, wheelchair pigs. <laughs> so anyway, this is a great side story to the proposal. Oh, absolutely. So I tell Sheldon, I'm like, we're going to this animal sanctuary. Like, let's see what we can get. Like, we'll just find an animal. Sheldon and I have a rule in our house where I can have one animal a year. And my animal this year, I'm still waiting on. So I could potentially have another animal. Does that add? I so guess like I you have two, to you have two, you have two, you three, you have three, or it's like, I have a dog this year. No, I get dog one is gone, new. Now I can get. Every year I can have one new animal. Which also, this started out with Sheldon telling me, you already got a cat this year. And I was like, oh, okay, so I get one animal a year? And that's how this rule Good, was yeah. built into our relationship. <clears throat> okay. So we're headed to Best Friends Animal Sanctuary to adopt a pig. And the animal sanctuary is closed because of COVID, but it's still in like the red rocks. So we're like driving down the canyons and we're just looking out the windows and seeing and stuff. And then Sheldon's like, okay, before we turn around, let's get some pictures. Cause I've been telling him that like, I want some more pictures of us. So he set up my phone and he's like, let's take some pics. So I just wandered around and posed in the first couple minutes of the video. I'm legit, like, I walk to a spot and I like smile. <laughs> and then I walk to another spot and I'm like, what up? Posing. What up? Yeah, just posing all around. And then um, I climbed on top of a rock. And so as Sheldon was like climbing off the rock, instead of climbing off the rock, he just kneeled and proposed. And in the video, I don't know until he has the ring in front of my face, like he's kneeling for a solid 15 seconds, like <laughs> getting the ring out of his pocket, and I'm still trying to climb down. I'm like, bro, what is taking yeah. so long? Get up here, we're taking a picture. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are we not posing for pictures yeah. anymore? <laughs> so I had no idea, and he proposed, and then I cried for like the basically canapped bountiful. <laughs> so a really pleasant five hours. So did he, did he know like, hey, we're gonna drive home, we're gonna go through now. Like, did he have an idea or just, did he want to do it with pal? Did he have any conversation about that? So he, so the ring is a family ring and <clears throat> he got the ring back at Thanksgiving. His dad gave him the ring and was like, I'm pretty sure you're gonna marry Nikki, right? Like, here's the ring. And he's like, yeah, of course. That's what I imagined he said. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so then he talked to my dad in like December and he said that he's like just been carrying the ring around anytime we go somewhere. And he's like, really? yeah, he's like, I just figured like I would know, like I would know when the moment's there. So <laughs> my favorite is that he took it to Denver. We went to Denver in February, which was the worst trip of our lives. Sheldon got some sort of infection in his sinus and they, his nose didn't stop bleeding for three days. And we had to go to the ER in Denver and they put like, oh. they called it a nose tampon. They put it up his nose and blow it up. No. 
so that his nose would stop bleeding. And so after he proposed to me, he was like, I actually brought the ring to Denver because I thought that like that would be such a romantic trip for just the two of us, which ended up in the ER yeah, with yeah. like a nose yeah. cap on it. He was like, it turned out it wasn't the trip. But how amazing of a story would that be if you did? In Denver, <laughs> Wouldn't it be so funny? Just like, like bleeding down his like, 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 I knew it was love. I knew it was love when she said yes because I had this in my nose. He knew it was love when I like called the Uber driver and he lost so much blood through his nose that I like did not think the Uber driver would pick us up. I was like, it's 1 a.m. We're in Denver. We don't have a car. I have to Uber to the ER and he's got blood just like spilling out of him. Yeah, jeez, that's crazy. It was really funny after. Yes, after. When we got home and we were like back in our own bed, and we were like, huh, that was a really funny trip. Yeah. Hilarious. That whole time we were just like so stressed out. Like, oh, we just have to make it to the airport and get home. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I like that. Picture. Pulls it for pictures. No idea. Pulls it for pictures. He pulls it out. Mickey. Out of his pocket. Mickey Hill. Mickey Hill. Zoom Not crazy. That's a. Love it. Three syllables. Mickey Hill. Mickey Hill. Alright, so if, if we were taking. Class, Mickey Hill 101. Mm -hmm. Right, what would we learn? Give us the history. Where'd you oh. where'd you grow up? School, your first job, let's go down your career path. Okay. So I grew up in Draper. So I grew up like around the corner over here. And I moved we moved around a lot, but we stayed in like Draper and Sandy area all through high school. So I went to Alta High School. I loved high school, hated college. I think by the time I was in college, I was so ready to be done with school. Did you guys both go to college? Did you like college? I liked it for three years. <laughs> and then I almost quit. So why was it the almost quitting point? Well, it was like my last semester. And I do remember, I, 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 I just got married and I told my wife, I said, I, I'm done. Like, I, don't, I don't give a shit about graduating. I hate it so bad that I'm done. And so I ended up, she convinced me not to, and then I actually called my one of my professors and said, hey, I, I'm not gonna take the final, I'm not taking anything. Like, what what grade can I get so I graduate? If I don't show up again. If I don't show up even again, I don't even do anything. And he's like, well, you've actually done enough to get a passing grade. And I didn't even go to class like the last Semester like this is for a couple. Classes. I would have absolutely done that. Too. And like, it was like it worked out great because it, it saved me. Because if I had it gone, I probably would have just. What was your degree? Done. It was just business. Just straight. I mean, it wasn't even hard. That's the thing. Yeah. It's cool. It wasn't hard at all. It wasn't. Hard it was just. Either. It was just like a weird point in my life. Anyway, but you answer your no, question. No, that's yes, I think I exactly quit. that. Like yeah. that weird point in your life. I think that's a good, uh, like, a good way to orient yourself because you are you're you're young, and I think that I was. I loved high school, but I think I loved it so much because it made me feel like an adult. Like I could go and I could, I would do work release and I would go to my jobs and different things like that. So when I got into college, I was like so over that. I was like, no, I don't want to be told how to be an adult anymore. I just want to do it. Like I just want to go out and do it. So I did college for like two-ish years and then I just like never went back. And this is funny because I have, one class short of graduating, and I didn't even care. I like wiped my hands, done, out. I'm done, I'm out. Yeah, so done, and it was a math class, and my <laughs> older brother is incredible at math. I am, 
terrible with math and really good with like English, but our brains are like the opposite sides. And he always was like, I will do that class for you. Just graduate because like his college degree means so much to him. Like that is such, he holds on to it. It means so much. And to be honest, like, I don't care. I am out. So that's probably something that you would learn, like how to quit <laughs> in the school yeah. of Mickey. Um, but I do think that there's value in that. I think that there was a lot of value in making that decision and then still acknowledging like the career that I wanted and trying it a different way instead of just being like, oh, I'll go to hair school. Like that's fairly common and being like, I don't want to go to college, so I need to figure out another way for somebody, like for society to tell me how to do this, you know? Um, so after that, I jumped into marketing. I went to marketing and I did a lot of communications. So I learned really early on, I love people. And I will like, I will do any job that has to do with just people, where I can like get to know you. With marketing, it crosses over into HR so heavily because you're just learning customers. Like you're building personas and you're learning about humans. So I think it made sense to me from marketing to end up in HR, like to flip it around and be like, oh, instead of externally building this brand, I wanna build it internally. So I think that in my school, the school of Mickey, you're gonna learn how to flip-flop a lot. Mickey Lovelace 101. 101 here. You're gonna learn to flip-flop a lot and pivot. I think pivoting with passion is one of the things I always tell people to do. Like if you're sitting in your job one day and you like get really excited about something that has nothing to do with your job, do it. Like figure out what that is. Like the software, find a solution, just anything that piques your interest, like explore that for a minute, you know? I think that's also why I have so many hobbies. So I like, I think the weirdest things about me that people bring up, we just got very quiet. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like shut off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I do all of my own car mechanics. I love working on my cars. And I think that all comes with just being like, I was interested in one day, like, I wonder if I could fix that. It was my AC went out. And I was like, I wonder if I could do that. And then I got super into working on cars. So now I won't ever, like, I'll take my car in to get diagnosed and then I, like, go home and do all the work myself. Yeah. And so I think that any single, anytime my brain gets peaked, then I, like, build a new hobby. So with gardening, that was one that was this year. I was so curious, like, I can't even remember how it started, but just, like, seed starting. I was like, what is, like, this thing with seed starting? Like, I don't get it. Why do you start some seeds inside and this whole thing? And I just got fascinated with gardening, like the research side of it, where you can just be like, oh, I can dig into this so much. Um, okay, let's give you something else, another weird one. You would get hurt a lot in my school. I'm incredibly clumsy, and I like, when I was, when we first came in, and I was filling the wall for coldness, and I was like, oh, I have to fill it with this one hand I can fill here. I don't have filling in a lot of my fingers because I've gotten hurt so many times. Really? <laughs> so like, I have scars all over from nerve damage. And so I don't have any filling in these four fingers. And so I'm always like touching things weird. With like random fingers? <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grab things I weird and I drop things a lot. Like oh, if oh. I'm handing you, I can't tell. If I go to hand you a plate and you grab the other side to it, so I drop it, and a lot of the times, uh, one of the first times I met my soon-to-be mother-in-law, I went to hand her something, and it felt like the snottiest thing ever. I think it was the keys to my car, and I went to hand them to her, 
and she didn't grab it, and I just dropped it on the floor in front of her, and then I like just felt so embarrassed. I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shelby's mine. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I just dropped. Yeah. And then I had to like explain the whole thing, because I always feel so guilty. I'm like, that wasn't on purpose. Yeah. I promise I wasn't meaning to make you feel bad. <laughs> I just have a lot of nerve damage. Yeah. I'm really clumsy. <laughs> um, you would learn no sports in my school. The only sports you might learn would be um, no, it's not pickleball. What's the other one? No, no. Keep guessing things. What's the badminton? Badminton. Badminton. I like okay. playing badminton. It's like a yard game. Yeah, yeah. But an Olympic sport. Yeah, but an That's Olympic sport. Yes. <laughs> did you Did you ever play that with and the Jim Parker? No, I didn't. In high school. Is that an outside high school? Yeah, he was a PE coach. No, he wasn't. He was like a, he was the man of Batman. <laughs> he was amazing. Like he, he'll hit you in the face every time. Your he's face looks like there's a lot of stories right now. That you well, no, because because you went to Alta, I went to Alta, and he's been there forever. So I just thought maybe Batman. That's how it came. Maybe along. it was birthed from Alta. Yeah, but it probably should be. <clears throat> um, no, I like badminton because we always played, uh, my family goes down to Mexico every Christmas and it was like an easy beach game. And so, and I hate beach volleyball. You guys like beach volleyball? No, I'm not a fan. I just don't get it. I, I, was, I just felt like you move so slow and then you start sweating and then you dive. Yeah. There's sand all over your body. Yeah, and then you're sweating. I never liked yeah. like to set volleyball. I'm glad they, that we can all agree on that. Yeah, and when I've seen it on TV, all I <laughs> think about point. is how can they stand there and not be so bugged that there's sand all over their skin? That's, I don't, so I don't even pay attention to the game, that's all I think about. And in their toes. Like yeah, in their, their toes. Their toes. Yeah. There's no way you could wear shoes, like any sort of shoe. Beach volleyball. Okay, let me ask you guys another question. Oh, you're gonna flip. All right, question time. Uh, this is now my. Yes, this is my your podcast. show. Hey, it's your show. You're on with Mickey here. Um, have you guys ever ordered oatmeal at a restaurant? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Both of you. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, it might be the same place. <laughs> it might be the same place, Danny. It's like one of my biggest. Where'd you, where would you order that? You've done it multiple times. Yeah. You're a, you're a ordered, cereal oatmeal orderer. No, no, I'm not even an oatmeal guy. <clears throat> okay, the so pond. go on. The Bear Pond St. George. Yes, no, okay, never mind. I was thinking. Bear Pond St. George. I was, what's the other um, bear place? Bear Claw? Well, bear, no, it's like bear, bear, bear Tooth. Black Bear. Black Bear. Black Bear. Yes, Bear Pond. Yes. Bear yeah, Pond. Dude, I'm telling you. The best? Yeah, anybody that's familiar with St. George and the Bear Pond. Okay. You go in there, I think it's called like Mother's Oatmeal. Is it like a fancy oatmeal? Oh, it like, is. Can you explain uh, that to me? Because I'm pretty against ordering oatmeal at restaurants. I'll tell you, it's like exactly how it is. It comes out, it's epic. It comes out of this huge bowl, right? But it, it, it's almost like a chalice. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Your it, hands are like the size of a basket. Yeah, so it, there's a plate. There's like a huge cup, and it's just chock full of oatmeal. And then they have, um, I think they put some brown sugar in there. It might even come on the side. It might even come on like a mini, like And then it comes with like little milk, but the thing is, is the bowls are like a cup of You see people that are trying to eat it out of the top of the little, like the cup. No, that's not how you do it. You dump it into the bowl, dump all the goodness in there, and then you mix it around. It's actually probably the best thing they have in the bear pot. 
That's what I'm I'm saying. I'm kind of shocked by this because I, I have, it's like a pet peeve of mine, oatmeal at restaurants. I don't get it. I'm like, it's an instant meal. Why would I go to a uh, restaurant and order an instant meal? Promise me, promise me this. Okay. Next time you're in St. George, and the next time you go to the Bear, if you've never been mm-hmm. to the Bear Pop, it's just, it's weird. It's an old, awesome food place. So, you know, the chairs are like the yeah. chairs are like the chairs your mom, your grandma had around the kitchen mm-hmm. table, but it's all mixed mat, mismatched, like chairs and really good food, really good breakfast place. Like but if you go there, just if there's somebody in the party, not necessarily you, somebody in the party, mm-hmm. get the oatmeal. Sheldon, have Sheldon get the oatmeal. Return and report. We'd like. I'll come back for another podcast. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was one time that a waiter and I had such common views on oatmeal at restaurants that I like, so I asked him, I, it was on the menu, and I was like, who orders this? Tell me, like profile, who is this person that orders oatmeal? And he was like, listen, I don't get it. And I was like, you are my people. Like, we, I don't get it either. And so he, we're talking about it for a while, and then he, instead of charging me for my actual meal, it was like, BLT or something for so like an $8 sandwich, he charged me for a $1 oatmeal instead. Oh, I was like, yes. <laughs> I, was, All right. I was like, yeah. okay, buddy, okay. And I was like, okay, that's the one <laughs> time I'll order oatmeal. Uh, so you, you, you paid for oatmeal, let's just yeah, say. I yeah, I paid for oatmeal. You can't um, say you haven't. You've yeah. got, you got oatmeal. The only time I eat oatmeal is when I like go backpacking because it's so easy. You jet boil some water yeah. and you throw in some oatmeal and then you're like, oh, okay, fine, I'll eat oatmeal, I guess. It's a good, it's a good meal, good camping meal. But you guys really threw me on. I'm sorry, yeah, really we just threw me upside down with that opinion. You were expecting there. the nose. Yeah. You were expecting I was like, I was Absolutely. expecting at least one of you to be on my side and be like, okay, let's figure this out, but no. Not after I had, not after I had that oatmeal. After that, I've had that oatmeal. I, you know, I get it. Yeah. I mean, if you do it like they do, I get it. I'm trying to think of another weird opinion that I have. I have some weird opinions about things. Oatmeal's one. I'd like to hear it. What else? Let's hear some other, here's some other odd. Mickey-isms? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to, let's see. Any other restaurant or food things? No, my beans is the biggest thing food-wise. I won't get even near beans. Yeah, no I, beans. Yeah. So do you never go to a Mexican restaurant? I just started going to Mexican restaurants like within the last two years because I only realized that within the last two years that there are Mexican dishes without beans. And <laughs> yeah, you can say, I don't want beans. Turns out you can even say that. Mexican foods, yeah. You just associate it and you're just like, I'm staying, I'm staying no, no. away from Mexican food. My, so my family All goes down to Mexico yearly and my mom would always be like, so like, what are you gonna eat? Because I don't, I also don't, in Mexico, the way that meat is prepared, it doesn't sit well with me. So like I the whole time I'm down in Mexico, I'm always like a vegetarian and I don't eat any meat. <laughs> I was like, Pina what coladas. do you eat? Yeah, pina coladas and cucumbers. <laughs> they put uh, chili pepper on their cucumbers and like coconut and it's delicious. Chili powder on yeah. their mangoes? On their cucumbers? Yeah, on the mangoes too. I don't love it. You don't want it. Yeah, you don't put like on sweet, like on watermelon. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I like that on everything. Even the candy. Like the chili, chili powder candy. candy. Suckers. Chili Dang. powder suckers. Not very good. Yeah, I, I would say. Uh, you know, I wouldn't think that would be very good. I like them all. 
Um, do you both know how to drive stick shift? Yes. Do you feel like that's a failing art or that it's one that should be phased out? Should it be phased out? I feel like a lot of people now don't know how to drive stick. No, they stick. don't. Like they don't know how to drive stick. I'm the only one of my friends that can drive stick. Somebody, well, the car manufacturers have decided to phase that out. Mm -hmm. I mean, but. Do I'm you a, I'm a, stick to? Well, it just depends. Like, if it's. I owned a I owned a really cool Porsche 911. Mm. That was a manual. What year? 2018. Oh, a lot newer. A lot newer. It wasn't an old. It was it was it was actually very very new, but very awesome. But it was a, it was a manual and and uh, there was I mean it was the best car I've ever driven. It's not. I would drive it every day. I mean maybe drive it every day, not for like a long 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 time. The only thing that I hate uh, about that is. Uh, about stick shifts is stop and go traffic. Your legs oh, get yeah. so tired. I had, and stop and go in, I had a friend who lived in LA. With, he, had a, <laughs> he had a single cab S10 truck that was a manual, and he had it's to go an, an hour on the hour and a half on the freeway. Dude, stop and go. Miserable. Oh, be no. so miserable. Yeah, I I think that I always search for manual transmission instead of automatic and I find that they're like getting harder to find it and then you like when you're out with people if I ever need someone to drive my car like nobody knows how to drive manual and I'm like that is so interesting to me that I feel like it's getting phased out that's so another thing I have generational like you wanted to you wanted to stay <laughs> yeah I think that stay. you become a way better driver driving a manual because there's more that you have to pay attention to yeah and absolutely. if you're driving like I do a lot of off-roading in my Jeep, and it's so much easier in a manual because you have more control over different things going on. But then you get to know your car, like you yeah. understand it more. Mm -hmm. I feel like in general that there should be a lot of a lot more car knowledge. Yeah. It would save you lives. You know, like yeah. Manuals would save lives too. Yes, and if you do You like, couldn't be on your phone, you couldn't do all you, you can't do makeup, you really can't eat. Yeah, you can't yeah, you can't like talk yeah. on your phone or text and be driving and doing all these Save save the manual, save lives. That's a that's a sure. That's basically there's a, a, there's a closing there's place a around here. But, uh, I saw it coming down here. We could just tell them that we have their new print idea. Yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. Save the manual, save lives. I'm, <laughs> just I'm going like with a stick shift in the middle. I could definitely so. be in innuendo. <laughs> um, okay, we're jumping back in. To which part? <laughs> Out of college, you're doing marketing mm -hmm. for who? Um, for Anthony Franklin, which was is that the name of the company? Yes, Anthony Franklin. Marketing. And it was like Anthony Franklin Communications. Okay. And my dad had started it, and then he was at the time just doing like creative directing, and I was working for like an account executive that he had, and was doing like their gopher work. So I was doing the. I think the title is account executive in marketing. Isn't that also funny, like in different industries, how they mean completely different since sales okay. account executive is now like a closer? Yeah. But the times that meant that I was like their account manager. So I would go meet with the client, I would show them any prints or different things, and that was the only part of marketing that I loved, was like going over and meeting with the people. And they would like tell me all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I just like you, I'm tell me more about you. you. <laughs> yeah, I just like hanging out with you. So you're there. Decide cracking my lower people. So my next position so was next was social media marketing manager. 
social media marketing manager. And that was Same in company? 2000, no. I left, I quit my dad at a family dinner, actually. It was pretty funny. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm done with this. Like, that was really fun for a minute. I'm out. Um, and I went to work for a company called Perfectly Posh, and I did their social social media marketing management. What are they doing? Yeah, they're still around. So they're an MLM, and oh. they do um, beauty products. So it's very similar to like Lush. It was when I was working there, where it would be very similar like organic products that were focused on like face wash or hair. We were just getting into hair, so it's like yeah, face lotion, baby lines, like things just you know be aware of what you're putting on your skin. And when I started there, it was the two co-founders and they had, I don't remember his title, but now thinking back on it, he was probably like the equivalent of the operations, like COO. And I reported to him and we just like, the four of us, they did everything. And then I, the only way they had to communicate with consultants was Facebook. And so I managed Facebook, but at the time, it was called social media, but I was really doing customer support because it was everything, the, the only contact they had. So it was like if anything got damaged in shipping, they would reach out in Facebook, but also if they needed training on a product, then they would reach out on Facebook. So it was just mm. everything that could, that the consultants needed. But what was super cool about that position that I learned was that because I was the one interacting with the consultants, the end user, then I could deliver all the trends back. So I could sit there and say like, hey, this, like I could tell our warehouse that packaging was getting damaged on one product way more than another. You know, so I became like a point person where I just was the only person talking to the consultants so I could then bring all that information back to our home team. And I did that for two years, a year and a half, two years. And by the time I left, it was a training role. So it was less social media and it was more anyone who was coming internally. I was training on training them on what we were learning externally. <clears throat> so just reading those trends and then training our people on it, which was really, really fun. And I loved the job and I did not like the company. And I was like, okay, I need to go find this job at a company that I want to work for. And then I found team and I was there for a long Company called Team? Yeah, company called Team. When I started, very similar, it was the, I was the fifth employee hired, and it was like the, there was two software developers, two co-founders, and me. And it was so much fun. So I was there for five years. Did and you come in as like a social media? I did. Did you come in and like, hey, I'm gonna be your HR? It was really yeah, I mean, fun. Like five employees, you must have done a bunch. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I've like, learned is a sweet spot is that I like being what I was talking about like when I came into this office is that I love the I love the vibe of like space like come in and you find a problem and you work on it and so with that company I went in and I knew that I wanted to get into HR but they definitely didn't have an HR role yeah yeah, yeah five, five people and so <laughs> what I had said is like I can do a lot of things and just like let me come on and do a lot of things but I want to work my way into HR so within a year, they hired the CFO, and he was like, I need a job, and then I reported to him, which was a super cool transition because I don't think that happens very often where you're there beforehand, and that still works. You know, like you hire leadership, and they're still on board with the plan that was put in place before they came on, but it worked out really well for me. So then I started holding like a specific HR role, but it was still so small, but you do. 
everything. Yeah. What is, or just wearing a bunch of hats. What does that company do? Um, team did, so now Team has been acquired twice. And so the twice. first time. Okay, you want to, it was the first time. The first time was WeWork, and then the second time was iOffice. So when WeWork sold them in earlier this year, when WeWork went through their bankruptcy, then iOffice purchased Team. Okay. So now I think it's still called Team, and it's Team by iOffice. Gotcha. And they're just down over here. <laughs> Are they down just yeah, Thanksgiving Point area? Yeah. There's, there's, two we work, there's yeah. two WeWork buildings in, right there off of Oh, over right here. here. Thanksgiving Point, yeah. I don't think iOffice is in WeWork anymore, but I think they're in this area. I think they're in the, like, yeah. one of the places down here. So when I was working there, I was there for about five years, and WeWork came in and acquired team, and I went through the acquisition, and then I left because I didn't want to work for WeWork. So I was like, okay, I'm out, and that's when I met, well, not when I met, but when Lisa came and recruited me to go to So you know Lisa before that? Yeah, we knew through team. She actually was trying to place, for a while, she was trying to place somebody at team, and then she ended up placing one of my now really good friends, and so we kept in contact after she placed her, just like, well, is there anything else that you guys need help with? And then she, we just connected really quick. So Elisa and I says, love at first sight. Love at first yeah. sight. Okay. <laughs> we always <laughs> joke. When Elisa hired me, we went on a road trip like a month into me working there. At Christopherson. At Christopherson. And it was just like the like magic on that road trip. We were like, we are best friends, right? Yeah. This is for us, right? We had a photographer. And like, it was just us. <laughs> yes. We <Yeah. laughs> become best friends. <laughs> yes. Yep. I told there was like really funny. So Lisa and I are very co-branded on LinkedIn. And so there was, when the pandemic started, for some reason, there was, a, there was a picture that was posted and somebody like made a connection or thought they did that I was at Elisa's house. And so there was like this really funny rumor for like one minute there that I was quarantining at Elisa's house. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, should we make this happen? <laughs> like I will come Seems over. Like a great idea. I'll bring Sheldon, our two dogs, and the cat. This is a great Soon idea. Pig. Yeah, my pig. Oh, I can't wait until I have a homestead full of pigs and one milk cow. So you now you're now you're currently at Christofferson? No, so no. I left Christofferson back in October and started okay. consulting. And so I was doing like a jump your people strategy, jumpstart your people strategy. Good. And with the pandemic. I had just completely pivoted anytime somebody like reaches out to me, then I'm like, oh, that's what people are needing right now. That's what's going on. Yeah. So it's been kind of fun. So at first I was like doing traditional consulting, like go out, look for your clients, pitch to them. And then over the last couple months, people are just reaching out with like various needs. And I've been able to like pick up on a bunch of those of like, hey, we're trying to take our company remote. Like, can you help train us about how to have uh, one-on-ones with empathy, you know, in a remote environment or sure. um, training on like rebuilding a handbook so that it has like asynchronous communication in it. And I've been helping with those type of projects, but right now that's what I'm doing. When Danny texts me, he's like, what time would work? I'm like, I have a lot of flexibility yeah. right now. Yeah. It's been really fun. I do not mean to offend when I say this, but I always remember a line from, um, I don't remember the movie, but it was uh, Steve Martin when his daughter gets married. Father, Father the Bride. Father the Bride. I love Steve Martin. Steve Martin. And Father, <laughs> and his, you know, 
I know exactly where she's going. His daughter is getting married, and she's marrying this really cool dude. And Steve Martin says, well, what does he do? And he says, well, he's a, he's a consultant. And he's like, that means he's unemployed. <laughs> so that's basically what I'm saying. So, I've never right forgotten now. that line. I love that movie. And so every, I don't, and I know that that doesn't really mean, I mean, people, consultants are very busy, and they're, well, consulting is so but weird right now. Like, it's so funny. I always joke. Like, I'll, I was telling Michelle that I'm like, I am working so hard and making nothing <laughs> because I'll do like, there'll be something that will be really, really interesting to me, and so I'm like, yeah, I'll do that, or I'm really like, I wanna, I wanna do that, and so it's more about like, oh, that project seems super fun, and then I like way underprice it, or I just do it as a favor because it will be like, oh yeah, you're awesome, and this would be really cool for me to learn, so I want to do this. So a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm working really hard, but I'm not bringing in any income. <laughs> so who's who's reaching out to you? Like, what kind of people or employers are saying, "Hey, we need help with this"? Like, is it um, anybody and everybody, or it's what I've seen a lot of. The like a month ago, it was anybody and everybody that was just kind of more in a panic, and they're saying like, "Hey, because I've been really loud about remote work for probably the last year and a half, and so." Um, I think that quickly people were just like, remote work, Mickey. Like, I know I need to reach out and we just don't know how to do this. So a lot of it was like, yeah, panic of just like, how do we do this? Like, what are some basic things we can put in place or what are these different things? But now what I see is that, and really cool, is that I think people are trying to forecast. And so they're saying, hey, there's so many unknowns going on. Like, there's a predicted second wave of COVID and that's probably going to come with another like at-home order. So there's all these things happening, and so people are saying like, okay, let's use those unknowns to our benefit, and then let's forecast with that. So like, how can we either do a hybrid model where if we need to have people in office, then we can figure that out, or if we're gonna take everybody home, then how do we build that foundation so that we didn't just put everybody at home, you know? Right. Um, so now I'm finding that the conversations are getting back to being more about long-term, like how do we, put this into place so that it works. Whereas a month ago, it really was just like, what do we do right now? Like, how can we manage this thing that's happening in this moment? That, does that make sense? Yeah. But it, it's been a really fun ride too, because I think that I've had a, a very interesting perspective because I haven't had to be in it. Like, I haven't been in HR. Holding an HR role right now, would be, you're just, so much is changing. And so you would have even a minute to observe like what we were talking about of like, hey, if you're gonna bring people back into the office, take a minute and just ask like, how do you feel? What anxieties are at home? What's going on? And I feel like that is hard for people that are in full-time HR roles right now and that it's going to be, now they're gonna to have to plan with it. They're gonna to have to take all those things and say, okay, now we have to humanize. Right. So flip <clears throat> I think it'll be exciting to see hybrid models that's what I'm the most excited to see about how people can make yeah, that work. Like with a physical product where you actually do have to have people in office, how can you make it work so that there's not two two separate cultures of remote employees and in office employees? Yeah. And they both feel like they are they have the ability to choose how they want to work. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That just fascinates me now. It would be very interesting to see how this all plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it will be like one of the things that I think we'll see that I'm really excited about is 
we'll see globalization of talent. So I think that you'll no longer look in your, just in your network or just in your state. You'll just say like, I want this person and I can have them from anywhere. Yeah, I've so seen a lot of posts like that on LinkedIn, like saying, why are we only looking in Utah? Yeah. We're working from home, everybody's remote, things are great, we can hire anybody anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I think that's gonna be a huge one. And then just retention, because it will be so easy I mean, being in a position, so I'm looking full-time right now, and it's really easy for me to tell what companies I will work for and which ones I won't, because you can quickly say like, oh, that's how they handled the pandemic, or that's how they handle, like it's very easy to figure out a culture right now where it's, it hasn't been in the past, you know? Because you can say, how are you treating your people? Are they at the office? Are you listening? Or how are you doing these things? So I think it'll be interesting to watch it play out, but I do think that it will, take a turn where we see it much more humanized. And I think less work too. I think with people being in the pandemic, they're realizing like being in the office and out of the office has benefits. Yeah. And so I think you'll see a little bit more of like the push to like be with your families or go on vacations, like live life a little bit more. Yeah. I'm here for that. Garden a bit more. I'm in. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. Um, Yours and Lisa's project that you guys have. Need to read? Yep. Okay. Has that slowed down? Has that stopped with? Well, what is it? You said, what's it called? Okay, yeah, so sorry, yeah, Need to read. Tell us what Need to read. So, Need to read is. Me. What? Me. Me to read. Nailed it. Me. Need. Me. Me. Agreed. Degree. <laughs> like the. Okay, so you're saying like a degree. Like I have a degree. Yes. But I'm degreed. Yes. All right, got Me it. Me degreed. Me degreed. And All right. um, so what it is, is it's personal branding. And we have been teaching people how to tell their story of how to tell your career journey, how to talk about all these things that are fulfilling to you outside of work and bring that into work. And it's part of the really the whole movement of bring your whole self to work. But maybe even the flip side of figure out who your whole self is so that you bring the right version of you. Those people. That, or maybe I shouldn't even say that. Most people that have been a part of those, mm -hmm. if they watched this, would they be like, wow, Nikki just, she grabbed herself. Like, that was her. She brought everything in. It was perfect. <laughs> what would they say? Um, what's funny is that my brand is like, okay, one thing that's funny, anytime somebody, like lizards, very much a part of my brand. I get sent lizard stuff all the time. Have you ever been like, sent lizard skins? I've been sent lizards. Lizard, like real lizards. I kept lizard skin when I was a kid. What, that what weird. The, what's lizard stuff? Like somebody was sending like heated rock. Well, okay, two <laughs> versions. Lizard stuff meaning like any article, anything okay. ever that comes out about a lizard, I get oh, all okay. of those. Yeah. But also I have been sent lizard things before. Like if people have a bearded dragon and it died and they don't know what to do with the stuff, they'll like text me and be like, do you want this? Do you want the bearded dragon's cage, cage and rock and, oh, and wow. stuff? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Of course, done. Yeah, just drop it off, of course. Just send me the heat lamp, that's all I want. I used to have in my townhouse, um, I don't live there anymore, and in one of the rooms I called it the zoo room, and it was so cool, guys. It had a chinchilla and a Pac-Man frog and three chameleons, all of which had been rescued, all of which died, except for the chinchilla was rehomed. Oh. <laughs> Most of the chameleons that came to me were like 
definitely gonna die, and so I just hung out with them until they died. But I had this, the coolest tank ever. So it hung from the ceiling, and it was like, probably circumference of like three feet, and just had like this pole up the middle that would mist occasionally, and then the chameleons would just crawl around in it. And it was the coolest thing ever. That was so cool. You could zip it open. I had one friendly chameleon. And if you zipped it open when Capone was in there, he would come right onto your hand. Oh, really? Capone? That's, Capone. What, that's what a chameleon's yeah. face looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> that's, that's a true face right there. You knew it. You knew yeah. it. Yeah, he was a cool chameleon. He was a panther chameleon. You're saying all these things like that. I don't know what happened. I know. I was like, <laughs> I, I get weird with reptiles. I love them. So that's part oh, that's of my brand. Oh. Little freaks. I'm growing tadpoles right now. Ooh, I used, to, I used to grow tadpoles in my window as a kid. Brings me back to my childhood, the tadpoles. Like a swamp in the neighborhood. Just them. Like, All I wanted was frogs. Yeah. Yes. Grew them in my room. Did you? Yeah. That's in my also room. all I want is frogs. I'm basically like a 12 year old boy. <laughs> yeah. This this conversation well, is exactly like, right. like, right now, like I know. I want a tarantula, I want a lizard, I want a snake. And because I drive a 1999 Jeep Cherokee, it's like every teenage boy's dream. I I get offered the amount of drive-through people who have offered to buy my car. It's like every time I go through a drive-through, like the teenage boy's dream. Like, oh, yeah. Do you have yeah. a poster? Do no, you have a poster of Pamela Anderson? Because <laughs> <laughs> unless you unless I'm you don't. If home. you do, then I okay. Then you are definitely a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> it's on the back of my door, so I can keep. If, if it's door inside, open. maybe or it's just inside the ceiling. jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ceiling. <clears throat> that's what that's what my room's been missing. It has been to missing. It out. Yeah, I'm telling you, your reptiles will love her. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, this adds up. Yes, it does. Sheldon here. might not approve. Actually, Sheldon yeah, might not approve. I feel like like I'm like, like yeah, I had this. Like, okay. Actually, I, I still have mine. Yeah, he's like, oh, do you want me to get out of the garage? <laughs> okay, meet agree. You're helping people find their brand, tell their story. Find their brand, tell their story. So we, our last workshop we did, I think, was in January. So it has slowed down. Kind of before everything hit. Yeah. So like, how long these workshops? Like, people are coming in for a couple hours, or like a couple hours. So we've month. been doing a full day workshops where we go. Okay. It's a Saturday. Which is also like the the one the people who have attended. I just want to like hug them 22 million times because it's hard to give up a full Saturday yeah. for work development. You know, full days. Yeah, and we go from it starts at eight and then we end at four and we end with a happy hour. So we just walk down to Gateway and go to Punchbowl when that was a thing. I don't even know if those places are open anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and we did that. Um, so. Me and Elisa and Laura, there's a third partner, Laura Williams, and Laura's the one that Elisa placed at team. So like there's our weird little connection there. Um, But the three of us run it, and Laura is a community manager at Gateway. And at Gateway, I'm at WeWork. So we do our workshops in her WeWork buildings. Yeah, and it's so we do a, a booklet and we basically go through like your core drivers, figure out what fulfillment you're looking for and what drivers really motivate you, and then just like work through it. We work through different ways that you can like look at your strengths and ways that you can like identify your weaknesses and either play to them or play against them. And um, it's been really, really fun. 
like to meet people and it ends up being like a day of therapy because it's just so that work is so emotional of like just figuring out what you want in life you know like where do you come from and are you fulfilled at work and if you're not what areas are you not fulfilled at just because your job isn't the best doesn't mean you don't like you don't like it you know like there's always things that you can bring into it and just figuring those things out so we so we tried we looked at doing one virtually but what happened through the pandemic so we had one scheduled for april but um so have you guys been on zoom a lot <laughs> the last couple months yeah we have yeah zoom go to and all that all of it yeah. and yeah. it's been exhausting for me it's been really hard to like sit on your computer all the time and i'm doing so many webinars and things of just like constantly so it's like we just haven't quite figured out what the right medium is going yeah, full forward. day like on zoom that would be yeah so we haven't figured out quite how to adapt it and also i feel like that need would be different now you know like the personal branding need and so we're we're talking about those things and figuring out like where our pivot is how we can come back and pivot just follow those guidelines get your mask get your six feet apart hold your beeps. yeah yeah so we probably will start putting them back but the other part's just been it's been crazy like elisa got a new job so we both were at Chris Hopperson at the end of last year and now she's at GBS and Laura is at WeWork but she got with all of the craziness with WeWork she now has like all the buildings in Utah you know I have to edit that part out right what can yeah. you not say their names GBS yeah don't say it again <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like no I don't know what words am I saying that I can't say <laughs> it's all clicking in my head now Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. She works for unnamed Darth Vader. I'm gonna punch at least in the face. <laughs> you know how many texts I got after that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but then with Laura managing all those buildings, it's just been like so many pivots. Where we're like, okay, so now how much time do we all have? Yeah. I have enough. I'm like, okay, guys, where are you at? Yeah, let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah. I think so, you guys need to pull that off. Yeah. And people are coming too. You guys are awesome. People they will come. Yeah. People will if come. You build it. They will come. And the thing is, they probably want to do something. Well, that's house. kind of what I'm thinking now. Like, you know, like coming okay, here was nice. That was probably a good Yeah, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the house, do something different, even <clears> if it's Saturday. I mean, that's actually a really good insight. Like, it's you're not asking as much from people as you would be. No, six because before ago, it was. Every day in the office, and then I was yeah. like, Saturday, that's tough. But now, no, every day in my house, oh, then I get to go on a Saturday to learn to do, something. Yeah, maybe do something, you know, that's do something really new, do something point. different. I think you could plan on that for sure. I had not really thought about that. Like, and I'll tell you what, do it on Sunday. Yeah, seriously. We, we actually thought There's about some that. Sunday workshops, I, t I promise you, they will, you'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll definitely have people come on Sunday. See, that, that is actually something we thought about. And we were like, we don't know if we could get people to come on Sundays. Well, see, the culture, you know, the culture yeah. around here, but it's Absolutely. changed with COVID even. Yes. Like, there's so much more time even on Sunday. And, and people well, are looking to self-improvement. They're mm -hmm. looking to physical health improvements. Well, a big part and of it is mental. So yeah, mental. Like and they do all of that. They focus, that. they focus on those things on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I've heard, I've talked to so many people about that. That's like so. what would be an interesting thing thinking about that is now where we were trying to like because you're in work all the time so it's like you're at work all the time so it's like okay Saturday let's hurry and get it done but I'm wondering <clears> if that we could even do something 
you know, like a morning Saturday and a morning Sunday. So now it becomes more of like, we split it. It's not a full day, split but it gives you a weekend almost to have some things to do because yeah. that is really interesting insight where now it's like more of a, like, yeah, I want to get out of the house. Like if you have to get out something. of the house on Saturdays and Sundays, mm -hmm. you have to, yeah. I think people would do it. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm doing after this podcast. Driving over to Lisa's. Hey, it's me. Pick up Laura on the way. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jill, I'll tell her and her dogs. Hi. She has two dogs now. No that, that's what she did in quarantine. She had, that would be the hardest. She had four, four or five puppies at home. Oh, her dog. Geez, yeah. her, she bred her dogs. So her dog gave birth like one week before the pandemic hit. And so she was quarantined at home with like five puppies. Nice. <laughs> puppies are hard too. Yeah, I are. like old dogs. I'm a pretty like, big fan of five, old dogs. One puppy is hard. Yeah. Five. Be really hard. <clears throat> and they're really, really hard at that age. Would you have five puppies or five piglets? <laughs> wow, that's a question. This is the question, I guess. Yeah, you got to answer. Any any questions as with would you rather? Five piglets or five puppies? I feel like piglets because guess what? Tell me. You can litter. You can litter box train. You piglets. can litter pigs, dude. I learned that. <laughs> You can litter pigs and then uh -huh. they dude. That's actually that's the X factor. Mm -hmm. Do five puppies. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can litter pigs. My buddy Ty Allred that lives in Hebert. Does he have Ty, pigs? He ordered he he bought a pig. It was shipped, you know, they bought it from some somewhere. Another state. Fascinated by this. Are we going dude, to see a pig? And it gets sunburned, yeah, it has sunscreen mm -hmm. on it. And it's and it's trained, it's littered. Like it's just a litter box. And it makes like barking, growling, weird mm -hmm. noises. And they like they follow like little trails of Cheerios. Do yes. And, like put them down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're eating them. They get sunburned. That was the craziest part. Yeah, Shia, my bulldog, has to wear sunscreen. Yeah. She gets sunburned. Right. She's a very high maintenance creature. Yeah. I like her a lot, but I feel like she's prepared me for a pig. I get sunburned. More kid. I must be high maintenance. You well, seem high maintenance. I'm a ginger. You are high maintenance. I probably am. Your nails are pretty clipped. You get yeah. Manicures. You know, but that's this. Don't 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 judge me off of these females. These I'm are judging fresh. you based on everything right now. That's good. That's good. That's right. <laughs> you should. Sure. As you should. Book by the cover. Absolutely. Yeah. See, like I was like on my way here, I was like, I probably should have clipped my nails. They're all jaggedy and crazy. That's why I was looking at yours. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. They're pretty good right now. They're pretty good right now. Make you go and get manicures every other week. Do I? Yeah. Absolutely not. Never I'm had one in my life. Pedicure? No, never. I you think pedicures would be fun, actually. I don't know. I would have a pedicure at the end of the day. I would do yeah, a pedicure. I, I think, didn't you tell me that you do pedicures fairly often? I do not. No, you don't. Didn't you say? <laughs> no, I did not. I thought you said that every day. time you go to a Shania Twain concert, you always do pedicures. Well, yeah, before, but that's like once a year, you know. Yeah. No, Shania. <laughs> All right, did I tell you how we end every podcast? Mm -hmm. Are we singing? We are going to sing. You pick the song. Oh. We will harmonize. No. Will Welcome we? to the Oh, yeah. Benvenido no. a mi. Um, Benvenido a mi. That's Will Smith. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's how we're ending it. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, I, I, mean, I forgot, this is your podcast. So yeah, we can just. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. Um, we end with. I don't even know what to call them. Because there, there are some other questions. But we end with. We pepper would you, you rather, with would you rather okay. questions. Would you rather questions. Okay. Yeah. And so we just got to Are they as hard as the pig ones? The oh, pig they're, the they're, 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 they're they off the cup, though. That yeah. was. Just some, some different questions. Okay. okay. Throwing at me. Okay. Um, what set of items could you buy at the store to make the cashier most uncomfortable? <laughs> Where did you get these questions from? Did you come up with them? We make some of them up. Is that from personal <laughs> experience? We search from, we search. The Googles, you know? Googles have a lot. We tweak some of them, you know. Yeah, we tweak them. It would have to be something embarrassing, like a fungal cream or something, like if you had like a a butt. Oh, <laughs> so you're saying, I, so the question is, so that's going to make the cat, would make you embarrassed, I would make the cashier. <laughs> so you, the whole point is to make it, you're not going to feel uncomfortable because you know it's like a joke, but you're going to try to make the cashier feel as uncomfortable as possible. So what if it was like a fungal cream for your hands? Yeah, I think <laughs> you have to combine. Yeah, okay. Like you, it's like something for like having really nasty hands. And like, I think you'd have to combine like three things together. Okay, let's let's well, restart. And, and I don't it. even know what it'd be. Maybe like, what if you what if you what, you go with like a pack of like yes. glow in dark condoms, and then you're buying a huge like cylinder a of helium, and then like pig food, or I mean yeah. just like three like, things that is like what the hell? What in the hell is going yeah. on? Like, okay. Like, wait. What? He, wait. Yeah, there'd have to be a sex thing in there. So yeah, condoms, I mean, it's actually so like okay, yeah. Oh, KY jelly would be. Yeah, like KY jelly. So we do KY, and then there would have to be you know, like, like a, a bear trap or something. Yeah, just bear something spray. Like, this would be one of the stores up in Heber that we go to, like near Heber yeah, Canis. We'd yeah. go to Canis and we'd get a bear could trap. Three things. Garland. 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 Oh my Utah. god. I could buy anything in Garland and be embarrassed because there's like 10 people, so they would all be like, because what Sheldon's Beyonce yeah. bought. Yeah, they're going to know you. So I should, I should rephrase that. in the dark condoms. What set of items? That you were purchasing in Garland, Utah. To make cash. Yeah, you have to be really specific yeah. with me. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Wait, I'm not done. Oh, you got more? Yeah. Keep going. Okay, so KY Jelly would be one. Okay. Instead of my bear trap, I think I'd do a fishing pole. Ooh. Because that's weird, right? That like, is, how are well, you going to Well, with KY and a fishing pole. Yeah, that's okay. going to get weird. Yeah. And then, um, like a dog collar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Try to put those together Something and like. Bell on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be weirded out. Mostly with the fishing pole, you'd be like, "What? Yeah. How does this fit in?" I'm gonna ask this question, and then I'm gonna give you what I think your answer would be. <laughs> okay. Okay. What kind of cult would you like to start? I'm gonna say something to do with lizards. Like your brain is like a lizard king. I have always wanted to be a cult leader. Yeah, lizard king, I guess. I have to be, right? <laughs> I just figured that would be a good... Yeah, and I would be. I would do something. My cult would be like something like Carol Baskin. What? Where there would be yes. some lurking murder that my cult all is in on. And yeah. we're like, we have a theory about it. And it's going to be a whole thing. And it has to be lizards, obviously. Probably aliens, too. Yeah. I've asked this I question. think you'd be a great leader. Cool. <laughs> I really do. We would have a hand. I would follow. It would be like something like 
You touch your things, right? Those are good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like the fingers like you can fill. When you can't fill. touch things, yeah, it's like these are the three things I can fill. Those are the fingers you can fill. This is it, man. <laughs> I've asked this question before, but I feel like you're going to give me a really good answer, so I'm going to ask it again. If you were in public somewhere with your family, friends, and you were arrested for no reason, they have no idea why the police just came and took you, what would your family and friends think you were arrested for? Stealing dog toys. <laughs> in Petco, there's been, there, been missing No, there was like a whole toys. thing where a boyfriend of mine in the past broke up with me because I stole a dog toy from Petco. So I feel like that would come back. Oh my gosh, They would yes. be like, they, it, would, it would just be like the whole story where they've all been on my side and then they would be like, oh, it was real, you did steal it! They so finally they know, caught yeah. you. But I, they would like drag me across the parking lot and my mom and dad would be like, the dog toy! Um, if you were held at gunpoint and told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves, they were going to kill you, mm -hmm. would you dead. survive? I would dance my heart out, but I think they'd kill me. You'd be dead. One of, so on the blind date where Sheldon and I met, I was at a bar dancing at Cheers. You guys been to Cheers? It's like... The TV show? Have you been to yeah, that TV been. show? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... This is a hallway bar. It's just a really long bar. And I was at the back dancing, and Sheldon and his friends came in, and I didn't meet them at the bar. I met them at another bar. So like six months later, I found out that Sheldon was watching me dance, and he was like, you are a really bad dancer, but you look like you were having so much fun. And I was like, so that's you pretty much you my You might survive style. just because like, you might distract them enough by your horrible dancing. You're like, she really oh tried. Oh my gosh, yes, okay. We can't, she's just this poor, poor And my favorite poor dancer is Shakira, and so I always try to be Shakira, which makes my dance moves like way worse. Because so I can't yes. move like you Shakira. You watched the Super Bowl this last year, then, huh? Shakira and J-Lo, right? Yes, huh? Not sports fan, you saw that. No, I'm, sure. I'm marrying a sports person now. I have two yeah, yeah, sports teams. The Jazz is one, obviously, guys. Obviously, yes. And then I recently became a Raiders fan. Okay. So you're going to go to Vegas to see a game? Yeah, well, I have two shirts, so. You have the shirts. So you're Raiders. Okay, good. Well, when we first started dating, I was like, yeah, we won one sports team. But now that we're getting married, I will take two. Got two. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have x-ray vision or the ability to always know when someone is lying to you? Another one? Nope. Nope. X ray vision. I just don't really care about the lie detector. I feel like I don't really care about people lying. That would have saved me in my marriage, maybe a little bit. Well, <laughs> if I can yeah, tell okay. people we're lying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but long term, but the thing I don't know like, what do, do, X ray would help does me. Does everybody know I have X ray vision? Oh, that's a good point. Also, no. So, so it's you a just know, You just know, like, I can look there, like, I know there's, yeah, but I know what's in there. Or I know, like, hey, Brent, can we go biking tomorrow? And like, oh, no, I gotta go to the doctor. And I'm just like, you mother effort. Like, I, I think, know you're I think I would take extra vision because <laughs> knowing that when people lie would just ruin friendships. And it would ruin relationships. Like, I'd rather you, I'd rather you lie and I don't know about it so we can still be friends. Because then it was like, because oh, everybody lies. Well, sometimes they'll be like little white lies. Yeah, they would be offended all the time, and you never want to be friends with anybody. Like Father's Day gifts, like, yeah. do you like that? Yeah, 
Yeah. Even though extra vision does does come across as like little yeah, a little pervy, you know, it's like, okay, does a dude choose extra vision? Well, oh well, yeah, you know exactly why. But with x-ray vision, can I see through, I guess, anything? You're like Superman. I guess I don't really get I guess I do x-ray because then I can see animals anywhere. Like, if I was out, yes. so like Use in my backyard, there's good. a lot of owls, right? Use x-ray vision for good. Yeah. Yes, go rescue. Yeah, a rescue. desert tortoise. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with x-ray, because I, I agree. I felt like with lying, I was like, no, everyone would lie, and then I would just hate everybody, yeah, and I really love everybody. everyone. Yeah. You're gonna hate everybody. Yeah, about stupid things too, like it would be my mom that lies to me that she doesn't want to come over or something, you know? Yeah. And normally that'd be fine, because she'd just be like, I'm you know, doing something with your dad. And I'm like, oh, cool. Great. But if I knew she was just lying, yeah, every time well, you talk, like going to hang out with your brother. Every yeah. time you talk to somebody, you're going to be saying, Ugh. just be honest with me. <laughs> that would get tired. That'd be yeah. Tired. I wonder what your little flag would be for somebody lying since nobody else would know, you know? So how would you know? Ooh, just, I don't know. Like your ears get really hot? You're like, lies! <laughs> Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? That's just very strange. What? Well, we wish. What if you? I mean, he's like, what if it's you have to? Like, you have to detach a body part. Okay. If, if you ha you have to pick one body part that you can detach. Does it work when it's detached? I'm gonna say yeah because that would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I would detach my arm because I'm super short, as we've discovered many times here, and I can't ever reach anything. Hold your arm. And it would be, it would be so be convenient because I always have to like in my kitchen to get to the top level. I have to go get a little step stool, but I could just take off my arm and then grab it. Get the chameleon. Yeah. And he's climbing up to the top. Put the chameleon in my hand. Get, put my hand in my hand. Capone. 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 Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. All right. We have we have a, we have a would you rather that we ask all the time, but. I'm ready. Yeah. You're I'll, not, still you're not I'm still I'm still going to ask you. So we're going to ask. And my answer we'll, won't matter that we're much. We're still going to ask you. Because I think you'll understand. Yes. You'll yes. understand. You'll understand. Yes. Um, do you know who Tiger Woods is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know who Barry Bonds is? No. Barry Bonds <laughs> played baseball. Okay. And he, I think he's the home, single season, no, all-time home run king. Okay. He hit a lot of home runs. I mean this not to offend. You know what a home run no. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that, that much I know. Okay, okay. That, I, Promise not offended. So Barry Bonds, big dude, big strong baseball player. So the question is, would you rather take a Barry Bonds home run swing? He takes his bat, a home run swing, and he swings it right to the middle of your back. No. No. Or, <laughs> no. or Tiger Woods. He takes his driver mm -hmm. and he swings it as hard as he can right at your shin. Oh. oh. So Tiger Woods to the shin or Barry Bonds to the back? Okay, I'm going with shin because I feel like my shin has less other areas it would affect. Like yeah. if I took a baseball to my back, you might, oh, you might paralyze. Huh? I would be in so much. I mean, even if I weren't paralyzed, like your legs would hurt. You know, like your yes. everything would hurt. But with your shin, it's gonna be like that leg and your foot probably. Yeah. Worst case scenario, oh, right? You're paralyzed or you die. And shin, yeah. Bonds. You can you amputate the leg. I mean, it's like yeah, you live. yeah. 
chin. I like it. Do you guys want to hear a weird story to end this? Yes. That I just heard? I love weird. Um, so my, my friend was over the other day and he was telling me about a party he was at. And it, the party was themed Bye Bye Birdie. And I was like, so what's this like Bye Bye Birdie party? Uh, a a person at the party, when they were younger, they broke their middle finger. And then throughout their life, like they, they fixed it when they were younger, but it just kept breaking, breaking, breaking over and over. So they decided to remove it. Oh my. And it's the Bye Bye Birdie bye. party. Yes. <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. You know what? I think that's an old movie. Yeah. It is. Bye I Bye Birdie. Like I think my mom made me watch that something. once. Yeah. It seems like a musical. I like thing. the party I get better than a movie, though. Yeah. I, I like the party that's I get better, move. too. That's a good move. What a great theme, whoever thought of that. Bye bye, birdie. Bye bye, birdie. bye bye. You can do bye bye arm party. You took your bye arm. Bye bye arm. I'm trying to that think of a sign one. Cool. Oh, would you rather that I could ask you guys to end this? Ooh. Think about. It. I got a few more for you. Okay. Okay. You uh, keep going, and I'll think. <laughs> would you rather have three feet or three hands? Three feet. Three feet. I'm trying to figure out which so, would be. Hold on. Where, where would the second? Where would the third hand be? I'm just gonna say it's, a, it's still connected, right? You got like one, then yeah, you got I'm two. Picturing. And then you got you got another one down just off your ankle there. You just got a third foot. So on ankle. one leg you have two, yep. and the other leg you have one. Yep. I think I'll take three feet because I'm pretty clumsy and I feel like a third and foot. You, and and, and there's no hands. option to amputate. <laughs> no. It's, it's not. Three hands. Yep. It's a living, breathing hand. Holy crap, I'd go hand. Why would you do hand? Oh, dude, maybe you could eat more. Like maybe like, <laughs> you could have like two whole like more remote controls. You could be like remote control on your phone and I don't know. I think the hand. That is so funny. Our brains are so different. Yeah. Maybe you could eat you more. Could, yeah. You could just do different things. Like you could like comb your hair with like one arm, like because you have two hands. Like you know, sometimes you need two hands. You just, you just, you might spread it out. So much more stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. And if you were a chain cigarette smoker? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like it. But in one hand, you can still work with your other hand. Yeah. You just be, be good. Yeah, working it, working it. Yeah, you work. work from your computer. Oh, How that's fast could you type? Imagine weeding. You could type with one arm. You could be doing something over here, and then you, you have t 10 fingers over here to type. That's a really good point. Yeah. The typing yeah. one. Yes. Because you could totally like you be could. typing and then have a drink or like whatever. Yes. Yeah. And you could probably make money. You could probably make more money off the hand. Do you think I'd be fast with three feet? No. <laughs> heavy. One leg's all heavy. I'd slow down. You have three shoes and where are you gonna buy shoes? Like you gotta go buy two. You gotta buy two pairs of shoes to just have so one to, to put shoes on your feet. I said, could you jump higher? <laughs> like Chicago? Where would you buy shoes? And I'm like, jump Chicago? Chicago? You know? Well, you don't have two calf muscles. I know, but like your Achilles, like maybe that little neck, like, you know. Oh, they do a lot of Achilles uh, cutting in the last kingdom. You could hide the kind of, you could put the hand in the pocket if you want to hide it, but you can't hide three shoes. Yeah, in pictures, you could put one hand in the pocket and still have two kind of normal okay. hands. That reminded me of Adam for you. Last kingdom. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. Would you rather live real life scenario in The Last Kingdom or Game of Thrones? The Last Kingdom. Last Kingdom. Yeah. Just because it's just not as. Do I live the whole time? Not as gnarly. Like yeah, Game of Thrones is just so brutal. Am I alive at the end of Game of Thrones? Sure. All right, I'll take that. Take yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm imagining myself being uh, Cersei. 
being shamed. <laughs> shame. In the middle of the street? Shame. Shame. It'd be really hard for me. <laughs> okay, a couple more. Uh, would you rather always feel like someone is following you or always feel like someone is watching you? Even though no one is. Following or watching? Always. Wherever you go, it's either someone you got, there's someone following me. Or wherever you're at, like you're in the shower, like perhaps someone's watching you, like I know somebody's there. But as long as you're not moving, no one's yeah. following <laughs> Yeah, you stand still, you never have the feeling of anybody following you. <laughs> that would be so terrible. It's like, okay, well, I'm bedridden, but somebody's following me. Um, I, I think that I would rather have somebody watching me because following implies more physical. Like that they would be like yes. following me close they're by, like, close like by. they're watching they're watching from like, a mile away. Yeah, and I feel like if they're watching me, like, okay, maybe I'm a little entertaining. Maybe it's more of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you love like lizards. Is there anything that you don't like? Do you like hate snakes or tarantulas? Like, is there something that you don't like? Because I have this question. Scorpions, okay. Scorpions. Why are you scorpions for this? Mm -hmm. Would you rather be trapped in a small room with 10,000 scorpions mm -hmm. for 10 minutes? No, or you. you have to eat 10 scorpions in 10 minutes? <laughs> oh, that's so bad. I think I'd have to eat them. Eat 10 in 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. I think it would be easier for me to kill it, like to eat it, kill it, and then be done, than it would for me to just sit in a room with them. That's right? Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that is the worst one, though, because scorpions are, like, just thinking of them puts such a little fear in me that I'm like, ugh, I don't want to eat one. Or stare at it. Okay, last one. Did you, did you think of one for us? No. Okay, here, <laughs> okay, last one. Would you rather have a permanent splinter in your big toenail? Okay. Splinter? Splinter. Okay. Or would you rather have a permanent bad haircut? Probably bad haircut. It's not getting fixed. You like, basically look at you all the time and be like, that's a terrible haircut. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather go with that than the inconvenient pain of a splinter all the time. Ooh. I love it. What'd you choose? I'd probably go bad haircut. Really? You have a bad haircut, but like you have the confidence behind it, like I'm just rocking this, man. <laughs> Screw all you guys, I don't care. Key. That's your, your brand. brand. Yeah, yeah, that's that's your brand. brand. Yeah, hey, my brand. This is me degree. This is this who I am. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. Yeah. Degree. Degree with bad hair. Mickey Loveless, um, has to tell you, like every time that I see you, and even every picture that I see you, I feel like you are like the happiest person ever. Thank you. Positive. It's because of the old man Ross. Remember? The what? Seattle. I can't ever remember his name, but he was my favorite human I've ever met. Dan Franken? Oh, yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. That's bad. But yeah. I'm really impressed. As soon as you said it, I'm pretty sure that's right. That's right. Yeah. Or we're both wrong. Well, like I just, you see people like fake stuff on social media, like their smiles. So, but I'm, I just, every time like I see a picture, like you're genuinely laughing, like you look super happy, but it's always in real life, too. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for I being do feel like people need to put more of a emphasis just into happiness instead yeah. of just milestone achievements, you know? Like just day to day happiness. Last words. Thank you. Lots and guys, thank you for us. Thanks, Mickey. Thank you this guys. Was this was fun. I really enjoyed and it. And <laughs> I loved it. That was a lot of